0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Susan Denny, Denton, Texas, October 2006. The Junior Classics, Volume 1, by William Patton. Chapter Number 65 Snow White and Rose Red by William and Jacob Grimm There once was a poor widow who lived alone in her hut with her two children, who were called Snow White and Rose Red, because they were like the flowers which bloomed on two rose bushes which grew before the cottage. But they were two as pious, good, industrious, and amiable children as any that were in the world, only Snow White was more quiet and gentle than Rose Red. For Rose Red would run and jump about the meadows, seeking flowers and catching butterflies, while Snow White sat at home helping her mother to keep house, or reading to her, if there were nothing else to do. The two children loved one another dearly, and always walked hand in hand when they went out together and ever when they talked of it they agreed that they would never separate from each other, and that whatever one had, the other should share. Often they ran deep into the forest and gathered wild berries, but no beast ever harmed them. For the hare would eat cauliflowers out of their hands, the fawn would graze at their side, the goats would frisk about them in play and the birds remained perched on the boughs, singing as if nobody were near. No accident ever befell them, and if they stayed late in the forest and night came upon them, they used to lie down on the moss and sleep till morning, and because their mother knew they would do so, she felt no concern about them. One time, when they had thus passed the night in the forest, and the dawn of morning awoke them, they saw a beautiful child dressed in shining white sitting near their couch. She got up and looked at them kindly, but without saying anything went into the forest, and when the children looked round they saw that where they had slept was close to the edge of a pit into which they would have certainly fallen had they walked a couple of steps further in the dark. Their mother told them the figure they had seen was doubtless the good angel who watches over children. Snow White and Rose Red kept their mother's cottage so clean that it was a pleasure to enter it. Every morning in the summertime Rose Red would first put the house in order, and then gather a nosegay for her mother, in which she always placed a bud from each rose-tree. Every winter's morning Snow White would light the fire and put the kettle on to boil, and although the kettle was made of copper, it yet shone like gold because it was scoured so well in the evenings when the flakes of snow were falling the mother would say go snow white and bolt the door and then they used to sit down on the hearth and the mother would put on her spectacles and read out of a great book while her children sat spinning by their side too laid a little lamb and on a perch behind them a little white dove reposed with her head under her wing one evening when they were thus sitting comfortably together there came a knock at the door as if somebody wished to come in make haste rose red cried her mother make haste and open the door perhaps there is some traveler outside who needs shelter so rose red went and drew the bolt and opened the door expecting to see some poor man outside but instead a great fat bear poked his black head in rose-red shrieked out and ran back the little lamb bleated the dove fluttered on her perch and snow-white hid herself behind her mother's bed the bear however began to speak and said be not afraid i will do you no harm but i am half frozen and wish to come in and warm myself poor bear cried the mother come in and lie down before the fire but take care you do not burn your skin and then she continued come here rose red and snow white the bear will not harm you he means honourably so they both came back and by degrees the lamb too and the dove overcame their fears and welcomed the rough visitor you children said the bear before he entered come and knock the snow off my coat and they fetched their brooms and swept him clean Then he stretched himself before the fire and grumbled out his satisfaction, and in a little while the children became familiar enough to play tricks with the unwieldy animal. They pulled his long shaggy skin, set their feet upon his back, and rolled him to and fro, and even ventured to beat him with a hazel stick, laughing when he grumbled. The bear bore all their tricks good-temperedly, and if they hit him too hard he cried out, LEAVE ME MY LIFE, YOU CHILDREN, SNOW WHITE AND ROSE RED, OR YOU'LL NEVER WED. WHEN BEDTIME CAME AND THE OTHERS WERE GONE, THE MOTHER SAID TO THE BEAR, YOU MAY SLEEP HERE ON THE HEARTH IF YOU LIKE, AND THEN YOU WILL BE SAFELY PROTECTED FROM THE COLD AND BAD WEATHER. AS SOON AS DAY BROKE, THE TWO CHILDREN LET THE BEAR OUT AGAIN, AND HE TROTTED AWAY OVER THE SNOW, AND EVER AFTERWARD HE CAME EVERY EVENING AT A CERTAIN HOUR. He would lie down on the hearth and allow the children to play with him as much as they liked, till by degrees they became so accustomed to him that the door was left unbolted till their black friend arrived. But as soon as spring returned, and everything out of doors was green again, the bear one morning told Snow White that he must leave her, and could not return during the whole summer. "'Where are you going, then, dear bear?' asked Snow White. I am obliged to go into the forest and guard my treasures from the evil dwarves, for in winter, when the ground is hard, they are obliged to keep in their holes and cannot work through. But now, since the sun has thawed the earth and warmed it, the dwarfs pierce through and steal all they can find, and what has once passed into their hands and gets concealed by them in their caves is not easily brought to light. Snow White, however, was very sad at the departure of the bear, and opened the door so hesitatingly that when he pressed through it he left behind on the snick a piece of his hairy coat, and through the hole which was made in his coat Snow White fancied she saw the glittering of gold, but she was not quite certain of it. The bear, however, ran hastily away, and was soon hidden behind the trees. Sometime afterward the mother sent the children into the wood to gather sticks, and while doing so they came to a tree which was lying across the path, on the trunk of which something kept bobbing up and down from the grass, and they could not imagine what it was. When they came nearer they saw a dwarf, with an old wrinkled face, and a snow-white beard a yard long. The end of this beard was fixed in a split of the tree, and the little man kept jumping